welcome, Big Little Besties, to another episode of After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings. Today's episode is seriously going to change your life. We are giving you our number one parenting hack that prevents burnout before it ever even starts. You're not going to want to miss this one. It's the 80-20 rule, y'all. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Finally, here we are. It's after bedtime, the kids are asleep, and it is time to get down. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dina. We're the duo behind the ever-popular Instagram account, Big Little Feelings, which helps you navigate all things parenthood. But this is not a boring parenting podcast. There will be inappropriate jokes. We will be getting down and dirty. So put those babies to bed and let's have fun. Dina. Hey, girlfriend. We did it. Look at us. We're here. Actually, look at you. And what are you in Christmas jammies? Thank you for <laughs> noticing. Um, you look like an adorable peppermint, but go on. <laughs> First of all, thank you. Uh, that's the biggest compliment. It's not yet after Halloween today at the time of recording. But what I realized is by the time this episode comes out next week, mm-hmm. it will be, I think, November 1st. I don't know. I'm not good at math. And like... October 31st is the day, like the day that I put the Christmas jammies on. And I was thrilled and titillated this morning to have an excuse to do it like even one week earlier. I'm not going to lie. I needed like an instant serotonin hit this morning. (laughs) And so I put on a Christmas playlist, like a straight up holiday playlist at 630 a.m. We need to start a week earlier. Yeah. Like it's like October 31st and then it's acceptable. But I need to start one week earlier. Yeah. Is what I'm realizing. And it worked. I was a zombie. And then I was like, oh my God, instant hit of joy through my body. Yes. That's how I feel about the jammies. But like, I feel like Maybe I need some tunes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You do. I can say that. Oh, my God. You are wearing sunglasses inside. <laughs> I am. I am. And this has become a normal, normal thing yeah, now like, for me. Yeah, like this doesn't even stick out for me. But when I realize like we have cameras on, I feel like I have to say, and the listener cannot see it, obviously, but like we are wearing sunglasses inside. And yeah. I feel like we, and by we, I mean you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have really like embraced it. Yes. Like you did it one time. Yeah, and I was super embarrassed the first time. Right. I had I forgotten my glasses at Were home. Were we on an airplane or something? Yeah, I like had forgotten we my glasses at home. Yep. And yeah, I just threw these on because these are prescriptions yep. so I can actually see, uh-huh. you know, and not get a migraine. Uh-huh. That's key. Yeah. 
but now it's become a thing. And like, I work indoors at places in public with my prescription sunglasses Like when we have a Zoom meeting, and by the way, once a week, we have like 10 Zoom meetings, like Mm -hmm. the sunglasses are on. With a hat, usually. (laughs) It's a a real weird vibe. Yeah, like in a corner, like in a really dark corner. Yeah. And I love it. But here's what I do love about it. Here's what I'm going to say. We were together on the airplane, okay? And we both decided, I was like, you know what? I want to try this out, right? Mm-hmm. I get migraines too, by the way. Yeah. Slip on the sunglasses. It feels incredible. I'm telling you. To wear sunglasses inside when there's lighting. I know. And like, I would rather die, right? And yeah. why is that? Why, why is, is that? that? You tell me. I, what? Dig deep, girl. Why, why is it? I care so much <laughs> about what other people think about me and I want them all to like me. And I also don't want anyone to look at me. I don't want to like stand out. I don't yeah. want people to be like, oh, what's wrong? What's going on with that girl? Like, I don't want to stand out. I just want to yeah. fade. I want to fade into the background. I just want to do me, you know? The breadcrumbs are just like trailing me back to your childhood. Okay. Yep. So this is one for, this is one for Erica. Okay. See you next week. Um, we really though, I applaud you. And I was actually at like a mom's happy hour. This mm-hmm. was six months ago. I'll be honest. I was going to say, good for like, you. No, okay, it was six I, months. Still good for you. Also, we should do a mom's happy hour. We should. That's what I'm realizing. I'm down. Yeah. I was at a mom's happy hour and someone did that. Like one of the moms there who I love, we were inside and she flipped her sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be weird. I just get headaches. And I'm like, me too. That's right. It's More 2023. People. We got to embrace our inner weird. Yeah. Or be just- free. Do what feels good for your body. Do what feels good. Uh, I won't, but I'm really proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I also just realized I have literally, like, what is on my sweater? I have no idea. I'm covered in garbage. I'm seeing, is it a banana? Maybe a banana, like a rubbed in banana or peanut butter on your shoulder? I did serve peanut butter before coming here. That must be what it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, real quick. Speaking of shame, like deep, deep shame of who... I am as a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it resonates. It okay. resonates. Go on. <laughs> I have something to share that I've been keeping in since oh. last night. Maybe okay. it's two nights ago. Okay. From. This is a safe space. Yeah. Go ahead. Thank you. I mean, you're not going to care as much as I do, but I'm devastated. Okay. But it does have to do with our business. I have to tell you. Oh my God. What is From it? <laughs> Big Little Feelings Instagram account. Okay. 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 Dorinda Medley herself. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. What are you going to say? Slides into the DMs. Oh, I'm getting hot. Okay. I'm, I'm nearing getting out of body. It was yeah. so exciting. I'm literally sweating. I on. do what I do, which is, you know, just thank her profusely for saving our lives. Mm-hmm. Right. And just like, thank you for all the joy and blah, 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 blah. And in there, I say the words, Greystone Manor. And you don't know this. <laughs> but her house is called Bluestone Manor. Oh, no, Greystone Manor. The one and in so LA, I responds. think. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. She responds. It's like a club and in it Los says Angeles. Bluestone Manor. Oh. Happy, no. like smiley, whatever no. face. And I'm, you knew I'm this. Like, never heart... going to let it go. I'm never going to let it go, Dina. Every I'm night I go so to sleep. I'm sorry this happened oh. to you. You know that one thing sure that you did devastated. that was so embarrassing when you were like eight years old and you're yeah. just never going to forget that? Like, yeah. it will be there until your deathbed mine was that i was walking down the stairs in high school and noah my crush was walking up the stairs and said hey how are you oh and i got so nervous that i felt i fell down the entire flight of stairs so that's one for me that's it yeah i fell flat on my face and i will never recover and i'm so sorry I get that. I'm yeah. sorry that happened to you. That's, Thanks. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Sash, I'm 
so embarrassed. I was hoping we'd get invited to go, but I don't think we will I was going to say, like, if we had any chance of being invited to Bluestone Manor, I uh, ruined that for us. I still Forever. love you. Okay, to make mistakes. <laughs> oh, wow, that's nice. Okay, yeah. I'm going to really take that in. And speaking of making mistakes, which mm. we're all going to do in parenting, we're going to flip the script, completely rewrite this idea of making mistakes, and literally change your life with the 80-20 rule. We're going to buffer in room for mistakes. Girl, let's do it. Let's do it. Woo! Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We are not exaggerating when we say the 80-20 rule is going to change your life and make parenting feel a million times better, smoother, happier. Kristen, you're actually the one who taught me the 80-20 rule before we even started Big Little Feelings, and it's changed my life. Mm, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. The 80-20 rule. Okay, first of all, let's just clarify what the 80-20 rule is, and then we'll get into it. The 80-20 rule is 80% of the time we're doing what we can in parenting. That's holding boundaries, validating feelings if that's your thing. We're offering nutritious meals. They do not have to be perfect or over the top, by the way. Just like, you know, we're doing it. We're doing the things that we ourselves as parents have decided this is what's best for our family, right? We feel good about the amount of screen time that we're doing, whatever it may be, okay? And that's going to vary, by the way, person to person, family to family. There's no one way to do it. But for whatever your family values are, you're doing that 80% of the time. 20% of the time, we're letting that go. We're letting it come like Elsa. It's gone. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, we should never sing. Um, <laughs> my voice. You sound like an angel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And the 80-20 rule, I literally made this up <laughs> via struggling myself with a three-year-old and a one-year-old. 
because being a new mom, no one sort of shows you exactly how to do it, right? And you see your neighbors and you see Instagram and it's like everyone's doing everything all the time, constantly like motherhood is perfection. And then we're also, how is motherhood being portrayed in movies? What did I watch my mom do, right? And so this vision of what motherhood was for me when I first became a mom was doing everything and doing everything perfectly. And I had to get to a place of postpartum anxiety with the one three-year-old and one-year-old just in a real like pushing so hard place to realize. And then, and then by the way, I would like, you know, do screen time or you do this. Then I would feel so bad about it because I'm like, God, like what's wrong with me? I can't get it together. And it's this vicious cycle, like day in and day out, pushing and dredging through, then feeling guilty about like letting up sometimes or feeding them fast food sometimes or whatever it may be. And I realized I had this like moment of realization that in no other job and no other thing in this entire world do we expect ourselves to do everything 100% of the time. So if we are at our job, if we are doing workouts, you are never going to do a high intensity interval training seven days a week. I mean, maybe some people I used to, but that's a whole different (laughs) different episode about my disordered eating history. It's not attainable. (laughs) It's not not healthy is what we can know. It leads to burnout. And it leads to burnout. And so I had this realization of like, instead of constantly playing defense, always playing defense and being like, oh, I'm so burnt out that I'm just, okay, fine. Here's screen time. And then I would feel bad about it. Reframing this as like, listen, as two experts sitting in chairs right now, you're never going to do 100%. This is not like, Dina, is this attainable? As a a therapist, I can wholeheartedly say no human Mm. can parent 100% of the time perfection. That is a setup for burnout, for guilt, for just feeling awful. It's just not even attainable, by the way. It's not even a setup for burnout because like, you're never going to do it. Even if you burn yourself all the way out, you'll never get 100%. You're going to yell. Perfection can't be your standard. It can't. It's never going to happen. And so rather than kind of like constantly using these tools, I would call them, you know, screen time is a tool. Having yogurt and a nutritious yogurt dinner, that's a tool. Like all of these sort of tools as this defense and feeling bad about it, let's reframe and let's shift it. If we're already aiming for 80-20, let's embrace this week in and week out. Exactly. It's like skipping the whole chapter of like, oh no, I messed up and I didn't do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Just assume you're not going to do it perfectly 100% of the time. Skip that and instead just aim for 80% of the time. But and you're, you're holding the structure, you're doing the things you want to do. I would even argue that if and when you hit 80%, that actually is perfect. Like you are striving for 80, 70, 60, 50, whatever it may be. Like that is perfect. Like we're never aiming for 100. It's realistic and you are crushing it. Yes. Okay, let's dive into a really important part of this. When are you using the 80-20 rule? Yes, because this is the most important part. Let's even start with one word, not doing 80-20, cause this is how I think we do, we usually fall into a trap mm-hmm. of, my partner is out of town, I'm so burnt out, I'm already, you know, whatever. I'm hanging on by a thread. Yeah, you're stretched thin. Yeah. Okay, 80-20 rule and I feel better. Okay, 
Yes, do that, by the way. Rule. You're in survival mode. You're in survival mode, and that's okay. Like, yeah. you should do that anyways. But the 80 20 rule can help you not be in survival mode if you do it ahead of time. You do this every single week, week in, week out. You do it every single day, like day in and day out. So you're setting up yourself for success and setting yourself up for feeling good about yourself, where it's like, okay, I am doing a pretty good job. And now like before I'm about to burn out, maybe I'm going to put a movie on. Maybe I'm going to like snuggle with my kids. Maybe I need to cook dinner. And so that's when I'm going to use the screen time tool. That's when I'm going to do my 20% because like it's important to me to make dinner, not me personally. I'm thinking of you, Dina, because I feel like this, this is, is what, what you I do. Really, you this do. is yeah. part of my This is a role. tool, yeah, yeah, where you're just like, you know what? There is no guilt, no shame in yeah. I am purposefully doing this because I know I'm a better mom and I do better when my kids are maybe using the TV at that time while I'm able to cook. That lights me up. There's nothing wrong with this. This isn't failure. This is positive. This is yes. amazing. And by the way, when your partner is out of town or when you're sick or when you're just so exhausted or you have a new baby or a big life transition, there's tons happening. You are stressed, you're managing a ton. The ratio realistically might be like 50-50. Oh yeah. It might even be like 20-80 for that period of time, those days, those weeks, and that is okay. Yeah. That's more than okay. Like 80-20 rule is when like everything is going pretty well. Of course, life is always crazy, but like we're operating in a normal way. Like we're still just aiming for 80-20. And then during those like sick weeks, with the whatever else, you are giving yourself permission to do whatever is necessary. We don't want you to think that you have to walk away from this podcast episode and always be at 80-20 because even that's not realistic. Like there are off weeks where you are just... Off. I'm having flashbacks of coming to your house after baby number three or postpartum. Oh there are God. screens everywhere. Oh my all God. Day. Bluey. Bluey like so sponsored many... your postpartum experience. <laughs> I'd like to personally thank Bluey and uh, Barilla Pasta for really pulling me through. I mean, but honestly, by baby number three, like, and by the way, I saw so many DMs and so many comments and so much judgment. And this is what the 80 20 rule and what this, this podcast this is what is it's about. about because that's bullshit guys like maybe the first time around and I was so tightly wound and then the second one came and I have debilitating postpartum anxiety this is a phase this is three months and I had the best postpartum experience for those three months I was not yelling I was present I loved and saw this baby on my chest I loved my girls like I had a phenomenal postpartum experience and it's because like I kind of let it all go for three months and then you know what happened at three months I literally literally rewatched our course with my husband yep. I'm not joking this is not a plug and we rewatched <laughs> it and we came up with a plan and the kids had a little bit of pushback it was a little bit of hard transition to go back to like okay, what were our normal screen time routines? What were our normal boundaries? And we did it and it was all just fine. It was totally fine. Exactly. It was enjoyable, almost, you know? God, I'd argue it's even chills. enjoyable. That gives yeah. me chills. What a learning experience. By the way, when my husband is out of town, yeah. this is how I know that our marriage is like getting a little bit better. It used to not be any different when I was just like momming alone. Yeah. Now I actually notice a difference. Like things are harder. And what it ends up looking like, I go into it. I'm like, you know what? It's going to be like 2080. 
And we're just going to have some food on the floor, on the play mat, <laughs> while we cuddle and watch TV together. And we honestly have the best time. Because what I've learned from past experiences where I did not 80-20 it, or in this case, like 20-80 it, yeah. to be really honest. Yeah, girl. I would push myself to a point of breaking. Yeah. And I would snap and become irritable and be way more likely to yell. Yeah. I don't want that. No. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, let's just kick off some rapid-fire advice rapid fire. <laughs> rapid on ways to release the guilt and just embrace the 80-20 rule, because it's, it's not exactly easy for some people. Some people, I'm not going to mention who, it <clears throat> might be two people sitting in this it room, might be. have struggled with perfectionism and have a hard time it releasing might be. <laughs> control that things have to be just so. So if anyone is listening and it is really hard to sort of like, oh God, can I like let this go? Like, can I really let my guard down? Can I really like not hold this boundary this time? Can I really, you know, just, just the rapid fire advice strawberries, for you. tortillas and cheese on a plate and call it dinner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my go-to. <laughs> I don't even make the quesadilla. I'm just like, here's the tortilla and some cheese and strawberries. I was about to do the ultimate people pleasing thing and I caught myself because I was literally about to say out loud, that sounds so yummy and everything in me was like that sounds disgusting like, I don't know up, they eat it you know like no like no judgment or shame but why was yeah. I about to be like yum I want what we can share your famous microwave quesadilla recipe later generations <laughs> passed down it's a classic hit yeah Okay, Kristen, rapid fire advice. Go. Oh my God. Okay. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, The first thing that comes to my mind is 
whew, this is a hard truth that I hold close to my heart. My kids are watching me be human and that's how they're learning to be human. And they're also watching me be a mom and they're learning how to either be a mom, you know, or like how mothers are in general. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest motivation because I do not want them to see a mom or that motherhood means you just drag along and you put yourself last and you just, you like push through and you're just really like tense and tight, which is how I was for a long time, frankly. I want my kids to see. Sometimes you let it go. Sometimes you have, sometimes you do whatever. I want them to have a healthy example of when to just kind of know when to let go and release. As someone who's struggled with perfection literally my whole life, mm-hmm. I so wish I had seen that. Like, was this ever modeled? I don't think ever modeled for either one of us. And it makes sense. It's it's no one's fault. But it's like generations and generations of mostly women that are just like pushing and pushing. And I just don't, I don't change. And by the way, not just for my daughters, for my son too. Yeah. Okay, rapid fire, Go. Okay, my brain, just being who I am, goes to a really logical place for a second, which is the perspective of what is going to help my kid more, Mm. if that makes sense. It does. So, like, the guilt is really just driving us to, like, raise a healthy kid, right? Like, I got to have the healthy food. And then my brain goes, wait a minute. Mm. If they're having healthy food, but I'm yelling at them because of it, What's going to be better is, yeah, have some, like, whatever. You yeah, know, crackers on the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to have a nice relationship. And for me, it's that logical piece that, like, kicks into gear. Wow. Yeah. I love that you have a logical brain. Yeah. It's my favorite thing about you. <laughs> we are so different. <laughs> I know. Like, what's that like? Yeah. It's nice. Okay, back to rapid fire go. Okay. So I like to think, and this may sound crazy because I don't have a logical brain. Okay. But I like to zoom out and think about other adults that I leave my children in their care. I'm talking babysitters, even my sister, it could be a teacher, anyone that I want my kids to be around, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think for a second, would I leave my child with someone who seems really out of sorts, super burnt out, barely pushing through, on yeah. teetering on the edge of just absolute burnout? I'd probably be like, you know what, maybe we skip this one, you know, and take the kid back. Mm-hmm. And just thinking of like, I would want whoever it is, babysitter, whoever it be. Yeah, they might be tired. Maybe they're coming fresh off of a a long day, whatever it may be. They can be a little tired, but I want them to show up and have some capacity to like be with my kid and engage with them and be present and like model just like healthy behavior. So sometimes I have to like literally take myself out of it and be like, oh, I want my child to be surrounded by healthy people who can show up for them. Wow. Mm. What a perspective. Sometimes it's fun being illogical and just yeah. pretending for a minute. Boop. Yeah. And you really can if you have no gas in the tank. You yeah. Know? You, you can't just, show up. You just can't. You can't show up. Rapid fire. Go. I am just so done with perfection. As someone who grew up their whole life striving and coping, really coping in a way of just keeping control over every single thing. And it has to be just right to a breaking point Mm. where it low key, like ruined relationships in the past. This is my mission. I am done with perfection. Oh, girl, say it louder. I'm done. I love it. 
conclusion, the 80-20 rule is life-changing. I'm so excited for you to have this in your toolkit now. And by the way, it's going to look so different for everybody. Everybody. Like you enjoy cooking. So probably 80-20 rule, although some of the time, of course, but like I'm going to veer really heavily into takeout as part of my 80-20 plan, but that might not be your 80-20 plan. And that's okay. Like it's going to look so different for everyone. For some people, it might be TV. It might be extra screen time. Mm -hmm. For other people, it might be not reading a book before bedtime. Mm -hmm. For other people, it might be having a messy home. Or I feel like the best example of explaining how different the 80-20 rule can look to some people is like messiness and dishes and stuff. Because we have one friend who's amazing and she loves a clean home and things being just so, right? And part of my 20 rule is like, F the dishes, leave them, leave everything behind. That would really stress her out. Like that is not actually gonna enhance her experience at all. Exactly. So for her 80-20 rule, it's not including, like we're still having a clean home. You know what I mean? Like we all have to tailor you this. You can really tailor it to you. Yes. So big little bestie, if you have been feeling run down, you have been feeling burnt out. We hope that this episode was helpful, was empowering. I'm excited for you to have the 80-20 rule in your pocket to start using today, start using this week. And please report back. We love hearing from you. Like send us a DM. We are in there all the time after bedtime, just chit-chatting with you. We would love to hear how it's going. You've got this. You're doing great. You're doing great. You're doing great. Okay, let's roll into some questions from you, big little besties, that you've sent in to us. Let's do it. Okay, question number one here is from Sam. My toddler is terrified, all caps, of public <laughs> restrooms. Do you have any tips? Oh, yeah, we have tips. This is so calm. I mean, does any toddler or even young kid, by the way, enter a bathroom and they're not terrified? No, the lights are so May bright, first of all. Yeah. It's blinding. I need my prescription sunglasses. <laughs> In we the public little, bathroom. Little baby okay. sunglasses for every bathroom experience. That's right. Why oh. are there so many potties? Why are there so, so many? What you're saying is you're a toddler. I'm a toddler. Okay. It's overwhelming. All right. <laughs> okay. Public restrooms. This makes perfect sense. And by the way, I feel like this is why many accidents happen in public is because your toddler does not want to go potty. Like they are going to refuse. And so then we don't want the meltdown in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this cycle. Suddenly you can't leave the house. We're gonna flip the script. So set yourself and your toddler up for success. First of all, prep. Yep. So they don't know that there are hand dryers and that they are loud, loud. and that there That's are flushes thing. on the potty. I mean, that is the big the thing. The flushing while you're sitting on the potty? I'm, that's scary. So prep them. It's game changing. Let them know what's going to be there. There's going to be lots of potties. The lights are bright. There's loud noises. And one major tip is you can use dolls or stuffed animals to play through and practice the whole thing of letting them know that they have to go potty and then going into the potty. We're doing this at home, by the way, not in the public restroom, exactly. to be very clear. <laughs> very we're not clear. bringing the stuffy in. We're at home and pretending like we're going in. Oh, where do we go? We go to this restaurant 
restaurant is, you know, does little Johnny have to go use the potty? You're just at home pretending and playing. Exactly. And another major issue with public restrooms mm. is the loud noises and especially the automatic flush. Oh, the sensor. We are in Oof. an age where like our parents didn't have to deal with this. That's true. <laughs> I get that all the time, by the That's way. That's true. So here's what I used to do, right? This was disgusting. I would like stand in the corner of the public restroom, huddled against the wall, <laughs> and then slide my hand over this disgusting <laughs> sensor. And the whole time I'm like, oh God, but it works. Yeah. So don't do that if you don't have to. Um, what you can do <laughs> what is... What you can do is a little hack that we have, which is order those big felt stickers off of Amazon. Or you can just use a Post-it. That's what or I Or you can sometimes. just use a Post-it yeah. and cover Both the work. sensor. The reason that I like the stickers, by the way, though, mm-hmm. is because you're preventing potty pushback in the first place. So yes. this is really tackling like so many of sort of the like barriers that are coming up in the public restroom thing. So off the bat, when you notice they have to go potty, you say, okay, it's time to go potty. You're not going to ask, oh, do you have to go potty? Okay. Then you go, oh, do you want to use Princess Jasmine sticker or do you want to use the rainbow sticker? A little age appropriate power, giving them that control to choose goes a long way, shifting them from pushback to collaboration mode. And then you walk into the bathroom and you can assure them it is not going to flush because you cover the flush with the sticker, with the post-it. Bing, bang, boom, done. All right. Right. That was a long time talking about potty. People, do you ever see people, this is another wonderful tangent brought to you by me. Um, Do you ever see people (laughs) tag us in stories and they're like, playing the game of watching our potty course and how many times you say poop or pee. They have yeah. to like take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my favorite. Remember it's filming like watch it. what happens live though. <laughs> it is where it's like Just every time someone versions. says, take yeah. a drink. <laughs> I don't recommend you do that at don't home. Like drink that. water though. Drink water every time we say poop or pee in our, yeah. in our body You'll course. be so hydrated and you can model <laughs> pooping and peeing on the potty. Okay, that's so dorky. Go on. So dorky. Next question. Speaking of Bravo... Maria, hey Maria, hi hey girl, wants to know, okay, what was it like to be on Watch What Happens Live? I want to know what happens behind the scenes when you walk in. I want to know what Andy Cohen smells like. Tell me everything. Okay, let me kick us off. Please. The elevator doors open. Oh my God. There is a literal party happening. There's literal party. Like neon lights. There's a bar. People are hanging out, dancing. There's a DJ, <laughs> by the way. There's a DJ and Rihanna. Let me look. paint the scene. Rihanna is playing. Okay. This is the Calvin Harris Rihanna. Okay. We found love in a hopeless place. It is blasting with a DJ, with a bar. There are people. It is so fun. It's literally a party. It's so fun. So then we go to our dressing room, yeah. which by the way, yeah. like all the dressing rooms, oh I want that to be my house. <laughs> Low key, like I, I want to work on it. They're beautiful. Beautiful. Someone handed us glasses of champagne and then you saw a house. Oh, technically, I think, yes. Technically, they asked us what we wanted to drink. <laughs> yes. Okay, you true. know, we're getting really technical here. Like there was not like a champagne cart, but even better, someone instantly walks up to you like within seconds and is like hello what would you like to drink you know yeah it's incredible champagne for me but go on amazing and i feel like for me the part that always sticks out is that like every single member of the crew they are 
so fun. They are so nice. They're so They're, nice. They're like hyped to be there because like not every show is like that. Mm-mm. This is a work environment, by the way. So like it's very normal. Any of us walk into an office or we're by the cooler, like it, it feels like work. You know, yeah. you're going, you're doing work. That is not what this feels like. Like they are having a blast. Yeah. They are fun. It's like it's it's everything it's you like would a think it would be. Vibe. Yeah, like you never know when you walk into these things, by the way, or like when you meet a person. Like, are they really like how they? and is the experience like is the show it's exactly what you would think it would be and then i believe you saw the housewives and died <laughs> dina i'm so embarrassed like i and remember when i heaven. screamed at like i screamed at dorinda you like did. let alone it was low-key embarrassing oh god i'm so i'll never sleep again i'm so embarrassed especially I do now Lou i mean was down i had a real conversation with her about like Listen, the moms need Bravo, okay? You had a long, hard day. Put your babies to bed. I need to escape. I need to escape for a minute into this, like, alternate universe. And thank you for everything you do. self-care tool, if you will. Yeah, that's what I said to her. And she was super down. Yeah. For Dorinda, I just screamed. Like, I just, I shit the bed with Dorinda, is what I'm saying. Like, it's gone. And I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it with Dorinda. She would, like, smile so lovingly at us. It was giving, like... Loving mom vibes. God, I ruined Just it. made me feel so good. I know. I gotta go therapy for this. You can. <laughs> we'll it. work through it. <laughs> Wait, what does Andy Cohen smell like? Cashmere. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I always think he smells. I don't think I remember. What does Unfortunately. You know oh, how everybody he's... wants to know what Lisa Vanderpump smells like? Like, that's the thing. The internet wants to know, like, what she smells like. I feel like it got controversial yeah. at some point. I have no <laughs> idea why. Um, uh, hmm. I actually can't remember. Down. But with Andy, all I know is that I thought I was going to feel really, really nervous when I met him, but he actually makes you feel very at home. And last question here is from Andy. What is your stance on take one polite bite? Mm, Pressure is Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing. And by the way, this comes from a good place, right? We want our kids to eat. So there's like all these various ways that we're kind of accidentally shooting ourselves in the foot trying so hard to get our kid to eat like just take one bite of chicken and then you can have candy or like okay you have to try everything or even just like literally watching them like hovering over and mm-hmm. being like it's yummy right do you like it is it yummy it's yum 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 yum, yum. try it try it you'll like it you'll like it all of these sort of like pressure filled ways to get your kids to eat they actually end up backfiring, backfiring. yeah exactly pressure in any way can accidentally lead to picky eating we want them to be able to listen to their bodies when it comes to eating or anything that has to do with their bodies right and in the end that's our our whole goal anyways right it's not just like this moment they must eat the chicken we want them to like long term understand when their body's hungry when their body's full and how much to eat and to listen to able to read their cues yeah exactly all right big little bestie this was awesome I'm tired. I'm tired. I feel like every time we end this, the episodes, <laughs> other than the last time when I had way too much coffee. Oh, yeah. It was a mistake. Like, I Your was heart was going to explode. Fire. <laughs> when we ended, you remember I was like, can we keep going? And you and Tyler were like, no. No. <laughs> no. no. Go to bed. Okay, so back back to how we always are. I'm tired. And I'm tired. And you're tired. We're tired and I people. think it's time to shut it down for today. Thanks for hanging with us. Thank you so much for hanging. We'll see you next week, bestie. In today's episode, we talked a lot about 
burnout and burnout in parenting is real because we love our kids so much and this is hard. Parenting is the only job where we don't get training. We are doing our best. We are breaking generational cycles of what we saw before us. And a lot of times we beat ourselves up for struggling or for needing advice or help with something. We are going to just reframe that. You deserve help. You deserve support. It is not failing. You deserve it. If you're struggling with tantrums, if you're struggling with hitting or pushback, it's nothing you did. It's okay to need help. And we've got you covered. Our courses are here to help. Winning the toddler stages for ages one through six, it covers everything emotional, behavioral, under the sun, picky eating, bedtime, bath time, a full module on discipline, step-by-step -step plans for any situation, we've got you covered. And Potty Training Made Simple is the one course you need to potty train from start to finish. We tell you exactly what to say and do before, during, and after. You can find those courses at biglittlefeelings.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at biglittlefeelings for free tips every day, amazing resources, and a wonderful community. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren Lagrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey Executive Vice President and Head of Podcasts, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week.